Hey there, Radioheads. Welcome to another episode of Radio KBE. On this episode, I wanted to talk about a little bit of the, the recent news um, with just what's gone on with the Nets, um, less so with the Kyrie thing, but just more with their decision-making and uh, with, with the hiring and firing, or well, the firing of Steve Nash and then the hiring. And then for the second portion of this, uh, I just wanted to kind of do a quick um, outlook as to you know, what the matchup with the Pelicans tonight uh, is going to be like. So the the Nets ended up firing Steve Nash yesterday. And uh, with lightning speed, uh, they were already uh, on the move to, to hire the new coach. Um, and, well, I, I guess in, in surprising fashion, it looks like they've moved on to uh, hiring, you know, or at least from what Shams and, and Woj have been reporting, They've moved on to hiring Ime Odoka from, you know, as it relates to Laker fans, this really doesn't mean anything, but it's sort of surprising, I suppose, uh, that he's been sort of deemed as the next coach so quickly, considering the the issues and stuff that have happened. But I think this sort of gives us an idea of just the direction, some of the stuff that's going on with the Nets, you know, clearly they're trying to uh, fix their situation uh, coaching wise, roster wise, whatever it may be. Uh, and that doesn't necessarily include just what's going on, uh, off the court, uh, with Kyrie's situation and his use of social media. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how things go for them. I think he is a good coach. He, he has some previous ties with Brooklyn, um, uh, in, in an assistant capacity, but I think that the, the tricky part with that will be just be sort of remedying what that roster looks like, uh, how do you incorporate in Ben Simmons? Um, how do you allocate minutes and roles? Uh, there, there are a few players there that probably want to get minutes um, so that they can eventually get to their second contract or find value for the second contract. So that there's a little bit of a log jam going on over there uh, that email will have to walk in. I don't know necessarily if everything will get resolved just with the hiring itself, but it should be interesting to see uh, how that sort of works out. But you know, I think the larger conversation has been about the fact that Ime's departure or his suspension from the Celtics um, was not, you know, uh, mutual or wasn't necessarily something that was um, because of a, a tasteful reason. Um, and him getting a job very quickly um, with Brooklyn, uh, considering their situation, has kind of raised eyebrows around the league as to, you know, why he got that, you know, whether his situation was vetted and, and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I think in the end, the way that I always see it is this is just sort of how business works. This is how basketball works um, when it comes to operational stuff. And it's not any different than what happens in the NFL. Um, there have been other coaches in the NBA uh, as recent as last year that got jobs that have had spotty histories in their personal lives, not so much um, with, within organizations, but you know, they, they get hired anyway. So, um, from a basketball standpoint, uh, I think he's a good coach, but the, the morality stuff and, and all that sort of stuff, like that's just, you know, organizations, they don't, they don't look at it the same way fans look at it. Um, and not everybody necessarily uses the same moral compass, uh, when it comes to this sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, I'm not surprised that he got another job. I'm not, disappointed or I'm not ecstatic. Uh, I just think he's a good basketball coach um, and he might be the right move 
uh, for the Nets. But, you know, that's still sort of a wait-and-see situation. So moving on from that, just to pivot back to Lakers basketball, um, one of the things that I think uh, is going to be very interesting to see tonight is that uh, we don't know uh, if Brandon Ingram and, and a couple of other guys are, are playing for sure tonight or not. But the Lakers are probably going to continue with uh, having Russ come off the bench. I don't think that's going to change. Uh, from what it looks like injury report-wise, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson is going to be available. Hopefully AD is also available. He's got good treatment on his back. But looking at, at the Pelicans and just kind of, you know, the, the style of play that they play and what they've been good at with or without Brandon Ingram, they're pro- they are, in terms of just rating-wise, they are the best half-court offense in the league. And that is something that's going to be a real test for the Lakers tonight to see how they handle it. You know, they're led by uh, a guy like C.J. McCollum, who's an offensive technician. That's the best way I can describe him. He he doesn't waste space. He doesn't waste movement. <clears throat> they would be even better if, if Brandon Ingram, Ingram was available. Um, if he is available, they will be better. So they are a team that, that likes to operate in half court. They also have a big guy in, in Jonas Valanciunas who's um, fantastic um, in the paint. And, and it'll be interesting to see what lineup the, the Lakers roll out. Maybe if they go with AD at the four and and a traditional big like uh, Damian Jones at the five to, you know, so that way AD doesn't get early fouls or something like that or just to help crash the boards a little bit more because Jonas is really good at uh, creating second opportunities for his teammates. So this will be a nice test for the Lakers to see how good their half-court defense really is. They continue to be a good defense overall, but this will also be a test to see if the Lakers' offensive transition can really get out and run because – New Orleans is a team that has a a legit amount of athletes between Trey Murphy, uh, Jose Alvarado, Larry Nance. Um, They have plenty of wings and guys that can be used in different ways that can sort of stymie the Lakers offense, even in transition. Um, I would expect for them to put a bigger guy on Russ um, when he comes off the bench so that they can prevent some of his rim penetration so him being really smart with what you know when he attempts his layups and when he kicks out to shooters and stuff like that will be really important. Uh, they're led by Willie Green, who uh, you know learned from Monty Williams over there in Phoenix. And one of the things that both of those coaches will do against the Lakers is completely pack the paint and dare the shooters to knock down their shots. Um, and that's not going to be just for Russ; that'll be for LeBron as well. So that is you know. The ongoing theme has been, can the Lakers make shots? Uh, I suspect that the Pelicans are going to very, very uh, consistently pack the paint tonight and and try and get the Lakers to beat them uh, on the perimeter and take their chances in that capacity um, while trying to run their own offense and and whatnot. So if the Lakers really want to win this game, they have to try and get to league average again. Um, They shot really well last game, keyed up by uh, Lonnie Walker going on that run. but if we if we keep the same defensive intensity that we've had, um, and we can continue to get a little bit closer to knocking down league average shots, uh, we should be able to turn this into a win. But again, it's always dependent on on making our open shots. So it'll be very interesting to see sort of the clash of styles um, and, and to see what works in the Lakers' favor and and what doesn't work in the Lakers' favor. So hopefully, the the good shooting from last game sort of broke the seal of belief. Uh, is what I like to call it, uh, the seal of belief that, that, you know, we can make open shots and, and whatnot. And then, you know, as always, we'll continue to track and see just sort of what sort of 
situation, um, what, the, you know, what sort of progress we get from the, the Russ off the bench experience. So as always, I appreciate you guys taking time to, to listen to this pod, uh, and sharing it and liking it. And as always, I appreciate you giving me eight minutes of your time to speak about Lakers basketball. I'll see you in the next episode.